Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. In this episode, we dive into a topic or story pertaining to mental health. This episode is accompanied with video and audio. However you choose to listen to this episode, sit back, relax, open your hearts and minds. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome to another episode of the Words of Heart podcast. I am your host, Dion Sanchez. And joining me in this episode is Lexi Eagle. Thank you for joining me today, Lexi. Thank you, Dion. I really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. So, Lexi, if you could give my listeners and or audience a little inner word view of who you are who is Lexi, what you're about, and a bit about your story to kick things off. That would be great. For sure, for sure, for sure. Well, um, actually, um, my name, you know my name is Lexi Eagle, as one main nicknames. Um, my name is Alexia. I'm originally from California, but currently live in Texas. Um, I have done roles of, you know, being in the military for seven years. Um, I also write poetry and have recently published so far my second book. Um, I like to have fun, enjoy life. I love food, um, except pig feet. Can't do pig feet. Um, other than that, um, going to school, um, joining life, um, just really just um, just soaring. Soaring through life and not like just soaring, just do not, you know, you know, you soar, you like soaring, like not like light speed, like two seconds an hour, but like process through life, enjoying life and just just living, mentally living, mentally living. And um, I love to travel. And I'll be the first person to tell you this. If there was Sesame Street, Sesame Street cartoon characters, I'll be the first person in line to take a picture because I love Sesame Street characters. that is awesome and i'm a huge fan of sesame street as well 
So, um, like, so you mentioned you were in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mind um get going a bit deeper as to how that affected you mentally and perhaps physically? I know there is such a thing as PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and that can be a really um dra- not, I, maybe that's not the right terminology a really traumatic and yet deeply affected um disorder especially even like after the military yes ma'am i'll definitely go into it um the most of uh, let's say ptsd uh, for me it didn't really hit me till like i was in iraq and there was incidents where where i was somewhere on a base and there were attacks like there were like launchers like like somebody like launch grenade launchers onto the base and to the point it would like shake the ground as a whole and it to a point of another event where i was doing um duty with another soldier and we heard something hit the base like okay calling in and then there's another incident where it hit right immediately like, from where me and that soldier was and I will say this, uh, whoever says that, you know, being in Iraq or Afghanistan, don't phase them. I'm going to say they're lying because I have not been the same. And even though I'm grateful to travel and opportunity to learn cultures, um, there are times I had to say to myself, okay, like you're not in Iraq because there could be something as simple as, let's say, closing a freezer door or somebody driving over something and it just kind of startles you or like sound of fireworks. There are times I had to say to myself, okay, Alexia, you're not in Iraq. Calm down. Calm down. And the and even after military and um even though no process live life as a civilian, um, I'm I'm gonna say um it has not been days where it's like, okay, I'm still jumpy, but I still have to kind of like say, okay, Alexia, calm down. You know, kind of you kind of like what term? Kind of retrain your brain, say, okay, you're not in Iraq. You're not mentally in Iraq. You're here in Texas. You're safe now. Everything okay? But I also have found out after I got out and got checked and everything that I already had, I was already diagnosed with it. It's just that from the abuse I went as a child, that I already had it, but it triggered, it actually kind of woke it back up when I went overseas. So um, for those who've been diagnosed with it, it's not shame. There's no stigma behind it. Um, I encourage you to get help, and please, though, that like to joke around and, like you say, kind of think, oh, PTSD is a light thing. It's not a light thing. you got to have an idea and understand your compassion for those that really have to mentally go through some stuff and how to, you know, still do their job, especially when they're in an area where the risk of survival is not as high, and then especially seeing people dying left or right. It is not easy, so... um. So I'm thankful to made through it, and I encourage those that have been diagnosed with it or who even, even in middle, in middle of a deployment just got back, you know, go ahead and get some help. It's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. Absolutely, and I truly admire you for sharing that. Um, I can't imagine going, having to understand the emotional angst and yeah. turmoil that just seeps inside of you when undergoing that type of thing and then when you put um into um effect the fact that we're currently undergoing a deadly virus known as the pandemic it can't be easy for those soldiers 
who've experienced life-threatening situations to be put in a predicament where you are isolated and quarantined from reality that could not be easy for the mind, um, which has a tendency to play many tricks on you, especially when your mind has played tricks on you as a result of that particular disorder, if I'm not mistaken. Although, no, 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 you're, you're good. You're, you're, you're in the right, you're in the right line. You're good. Okay. You're good. Cause I don't want to like give up the wrong idea, but I know it messes with the mind. I, I, it's, I will say this, you, it, it does because, um, it's like you have to retrain it. And especially like when you've been in a setting for a long period of time, especially like whether even not in, you know, combat zone, but even, you know, it was in a next, when you were in a negative environment and you finally get out of that environment, it takes a minute, like a process to say, okay, you're not in the environment no more that, and it's though, you know, you're physically not there, you got meant to train yourself, say, you know, anymore. So yeah, it's like, you gotta, it's like a retraining. And I agree. It's kind of like a, it's kind of, it's kind of like a mental game at times, but it's like, you gotta retrain it. Retrain the mind, say, okay, let's, okay, you're not here anymore. You're not in this environment anymore. You know, it's okay. It's okay. You can move beyond this. You can mentally move beyond it. So you're, you're in actually in the right area. It's, it's, you're, in a, you're actually generalizing what really most time it is because mostly psychological. Sometimes it takes a process to really get someone to understand who's been in that environment, especially a negative environment, and say, okay, this is something different and that mentally you don't have to stay there. Mentally, you don't have to live there anymore. So you're good. You're definitely good to go. All right. So um, we mentioned this a little bit before recording about coping mechanisms. Do you mind um, sharing some of your suggestions as far as how to adapt and cope when you're struggling, um, as far as your experience in the military and just how difficult and sometimes traumatic life can be in general do you mind sharing those with my audience or how you adapt to especially everything that's going on i can't even fathom the depths of this scenario of the virus being two years into it um i will say one for me just worship um music especially music that um uplifts because um as one thing here music and it's kind of like, you know, lyrics good, sounds good. But one thing that for me, I could not stand as I got older is lyrics that brought negativity or depression or remind me of something or someone that I lost. Um, comedy, I like lots, what's that thing that has laughter? Not like dirty jokes, but like, like laughter, you know, bring joy. Um, and sometimes for me, sometimes it works and sometimes it didn't. And like, okay, I need something more than that. And so, um, like we mentioned earlier, um, writing, um, very therapeutic. And I know a couple of poems that I've written, it has helped me a lot to do a lot of things that I was going through. Um, for those of you who's by SeaWorld, um, SeaWorld is a big therapeutic thing for me because um, last year I was planning to relocate out of state and the person where I was going to be relocating to spend time with uh, found out he was married. And so I needed something to not think about anymore, to recover from it. And when I started going to SeaWorld, it came a big ref, it came an outlet for me to be honest with you because 
it was not just the environment, but it gave me a, a place where I could take my mind off what I'm going through, what I, you know, what this, what disappointments, but it gave me a chance to focus on other things than the loss, than the regret, than the heartbreak. Um, I even um, do like listen to like meditations. Um, there are times I still listen to meditation um, music, whether instrumental or um, meditation with words, positive words. That actually helped me go to sleep. So um, that's just some coping mechanisms, some of them, that um, that's helped me along the way. Awesome. And you did mention that you are a writer. Yes, ma'am. And you are a massive fan of poetry, such as I. Yes, and ma'am. if you could very much please share your poem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm juggling. Um, my audience, for those of you who probably aren't aware, we had many technical hiccups, and I'm very much looking forward to Mix Lexi sharing her awesome poem with you, if you don't mind. Oh, not a problem. Um, the title of the poem is called I Am Eager, Watch Me Soar. Watch Me Soar above the experience of seeing my mother being punched by her husband for no reason. Watch me soar above experiences of being raped, molested, and sexually abused by men who thought having sex with a child was the thing to do. Watch me soar above situations where constant harassment from kids took a toll on me to the point where I wanted to kill myself. Watch me soar above the bullying from boys and girls, the name calling up ugly, geek, and nerd. Watch me soar above the rejection that was constant from being not from not being a normal child. Watch me soar above those that thought of me as trash when I was actually a precious treasure that they did not know how to value, excuse me, they did not know how to handle nor value. Watch me soar above the verbal, the physical, and the sexual abuse that would, have, that would have killed me, but it only made me stronger. Watch me soar above the old mindset that made me feel less of a conqueror when I am more than a conqueror. Watch me soar above those who thought I would never amount to anything, who thought I couldn't make it without them, who thought I was weak when I was actually the strongest link. Watch me soar above the lies of you're a loser, you're a nobody, nobody wants you, kill yourself. It's your fault that he, hit, that he raped you. It's your fault that he hit you. The only way is somebody is going to want you is if you go into pornography, go on the streets, kill yourself. I am eagle, watch me soar. Whew. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Yes, ma'am. Um, man. Yeah. Yeah. I can feel the depths and the power of your words so Thank much. You. And I mean, it's one thing to hear it. Yes, it's a complete, as again, I'm a poet, so I'm with you on the words. Sure. Um, okay. It's a totally different. W- world of emotions to write that and and if I'm not mistaken you can correct me if I'm wrong that poem has deeply affected you through your experiences right yes ma'am because there um some experience and you probably could test this you know how some experiences that you experience you know you kind of just numb up and don't really think about it until one day kind of like the numbness is like goes wears off and um when I did the poem, I didn't think the first part of seeing Mama be a punched. I didn't think it bothered me. I knew it happened, 
like physically seeing it happen. And it's like, okay, what's going on here? But looking back now, it did affect me because I'm looking like, is this how you both treat, treat somebody like this? And the answer is no. Um, even I mentioned early in the poem, in the um, poem, like even later on, I was in a um, abusive, physical abuse relationship. And I know back in mind, I didn't want to be treated like that. I deserve better. So I really get beyond the fact to say, you know, real men don't hit a woman. I don't care who, I don't care what mood they're in. A real man don't move, do that to their wives. A real husband don't do that to their wives. And I think for me, just to admit to say, hey, it did bother me. The admit to say, okay, it did affect me. The admit to say, okay, um, what's the term looking for? That changed my percept, like my hyper. You know how you expect a man to treat you a certain way? Yeah. And then like uh, this of, and then if I hate to say the word, there was like a, like a godly fear of, okay, if I mess up, this is what I'm going to get. And I'm glad that I'm not in that type of relationship or even rounded anymore because just seeing something like that, that just, it just, it just don't, it don't sit right. And looking back now, just it's like, hey, why did you even do that to her? What did she do to you? And just to see her defenseless, it's like, wow, like what? What did she do to you? But it's okay though. I forgive him. I let him go and move on. And um, I'm grateful to not even be in that type of relationship myself because I know it took a lot out of me too, and it took a process even therapy to realize, okay, Alexia, it's not, it's not all men are like that. All men don't beat you when you tell the truth. Not all men will break you if you stand up for something that's right. Not all men are like that. So I'm glad that not only to make, like really get through that, get out of that, overcome that, but to write it out and write to a point that it don't make you feel less than. It's like an anthem. That's what I call it ego, the ego poem anthem. It's an anthem. It's a remarkable anthem, and it's something that me and everyone can relate to, truly. It's such an inspirational poem, and I will mention this in the next question, so let me get to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> my little icebreaker question, which yes, I'm already aware of. You're um, right. If you had to come up with a title or chapter for where your life is at right now, which I already know the answer, but my audience doesn't know the answer. If you could <laughs> explain what the title or chapter for where your life is at at this exact moment with no technical hiccups, mind you, <laughs> what would it be? Soaring. That's why that's why I can say it's soaring. And I say that because um, it's been a trying year, I'm soaring through not just um, not just mental things, but physical things, emotional things, um, school, um, life, and you know, even writing the second book, I'll tell you that alone, that was a soaring process because um, to talk about the things that you've been been through. Um, it's one thing you go through therapy and you move on from it, but another thing we can write the story and soar through the story, the details, the content of the story. 
Um, sorting through that, that that set up volumes. And that to me was like my best book ever. Also, just sorting through age. I'm 41 this year. Um, I even got a podcast now. And um, I think just sorting through life. And not just life physically, but life mentally. Just soaring through life emotionally. Just soaring. And I know for me, I want something different. And I know I'm going somewhere better. So soaring is the word. Soaring. That totally exemplifies who you are and from everything you just shared. And as a wonderful, wonderful title. Yes, ma'am. Would be the part where I share mine, obviously. Tell me, tell me, tell me. (laughs) My title, I'm chuckling because we've been through this for a while. My title or chapter where my life is at right now would be a warrior for change. Um, as you know a little bit from our many conversations, yeah, I've undergone quite a lot in my life health-wise, and a warrior really ex- symbolizes and represents who I am right now, yeah. everything that has come my way, everything that I have faced and overcome, and will yeah. continue to overcome from yeah. now to this point forward. So warrior for change is probably the best title or chapter to represent where i'm at in my life right now and it's basically my life's mantra since january 2020 which is the year we all want to hate but i can exactly hate it all that much just to give a little insight into me i got diagnosed with diabetes at the start of january 2020 so um as far as adapting and soaring through any challenges i have to soar through quite a challenge by being diagnosed with diabetes during this virus that had no vaccine yet. So I can understand the soaring and overcoming very, very well. Yeah. And I want to add that in on when um, we talk about Warrior for Change, you need to get that on a t-shirt, hashtag that thing, that t-shirt right there. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm like, girl, that Warrior for Change, I love it. Uh, we say warrior. I think there are times we're in situations and we wonder ourselves, okay, why do we get getting, keep getting like this, like all like the hard stuff of life? And on more than one occasion, the word warrior has, has come up, and not just for myself, but even from other people. And you know how to say you're stronger than you really know how. I'm like, how am I that strong without going through all this and been through all that? And so to say warrior, for change, I'm looking like, you know what? That is another answer. That's another answer. Because uh, when people get a chance, to, not just with a poem, but even get a chance to read the book and the poem and all that stuff between, like, yeah, that's a warrior. And even um my name, Alexia, one of the names means behind it is Defender. So um, if I ain't defending myself, I'm defending something that's worth defending. So yes, um, yeah, Ooh. yeah, we got, we got to do another round of interview, another round. But let's, let's keep on, keep on going. Let's keep on going. <laughs> we'll definitely do another round. Maybe perhaps after your second book. Um, do you have a title for your second book? Um, yes. yes, ma'am. It's called "You're Not the Only One Who Has Been Hurt, Violated, Abused, Has Overcome." And this book, um, as I mentioned earlier, is really a book to let people know they're not the only one who've been through some things. And I share the stories of things I've been through that includes the sexual abuse, um, the bullying, um, relationships with my parents, and even the relationships with the wrong boys and the wrong men. And 
if I'm thinking to yourself, hey, this probably almost aligned to the poem, I am eagle, and I'll say, yes, it is. But this is more detail, more thorough of what I've been through. And I will tell you this, some parts of the story was easy to write. Some was hard to write because um, the part about the wrong boys and men, I didn't want to touch that with 10-foot pole because there were too many of them, way too many of them. And so I was like, okay, you know what? Let me pick the one that had the most impact. And once I did that, it came more easier. And I knew I moved on because when I got the copy of the book, I read that chapter. I didn't cringe. I didn't get depressed. It was like, okay, Alexia, you're healed now. You, you can move on now. So, yeah, um, for those of you that need encouragement, and not just for those that are believers, it is for anybody that needs encouragement. And not just for women, because I know as a woman, I do my view what I've been through. Um, man, you want to read this book? Go ahead. I encourage you to read it because it will definitely give you an understanding of whether you're a sister, your mom, female friend that you look to as like your own siblings. It gives you an understanding of, you know, this is probably why this person feels the way they're feeling. So, yeah, I encourage anybody. You want to change encouragement? Go ahead and copy that book. Awesome. Oh, well, Lexi, we can keep this merry-go-round going all night long, but yes, unfortunately, we're at the end of this winding road. Um, I mean, the road will keep going, but this recording has to have a stop point yes. at some point. Yes, um, but before we wrap up, do you have any social media links where people can find your book? Is your movie going to be broadcasted on the moon based off of your book? Like, Give us the inside scoop as to how my audience can get in touch with you. Well, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised that happens because that's actually one of my goals is to be put in a movie. That would be awesome. And not just on Hallmark, but that's another story. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Social media-wise, um, Facebook, Instagram, and now Twitter, because I will touch on Twitter with Tiff Lipo. Uh, look, at, look under the name Arthur Lexi Lex. Um, I know most of the time we'll have like Instagram live like video, live interview. I said not live. live dip, 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 dip. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, under name Arthur Lexi Lex. Um, also a YouTube page, just type in my first and last name, Lexi Bartholomew. Um, my videos, my poetry videos are on there. And also you can reach to me through my website and I'll even text you the website because it's kind of long, but it's okay. It's worth it. Um, it's Lexi Eagle dot and this is really a place where you really get an idea of kind of all in one shop of who I am um books poems and even events that's going to be doing later on in the future so um Lexi Eagle all oh, small all small caps too l-e-x-i-e-a-g-l-e dot g-o-d-a-d-d-y-s-i-t-e-s dot com or you can email me at author Lexi Lex, um, all small caps, A U T H O R L E X I L E gmail.com. Woo, that's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Lexi, for joining me in this episode. It took a heck of a journey to get here, but we soared through. So. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. We soared through it. I like that. We soared through it. <sighs> 
Well, to my audience, we are at the end of this episode. Thank you for joining me, Lexi Eagle. And if you enjoyed this episode, if it resonated with you, if you're soaring off from a tree, I hope you're not soaring off of a tree unless you're a bird, but (laughs) however you are choosing to listen to it, please let me know. You can find us on Facebook at the Words of Fire podcast. We're also on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Yes, In ma'am. addition, you can also leave ratings on Spotify now, not just on the podcast. So feel what? free to leave me a rating on Spotify. Girl. And of course, um, if you can subscribe or retweet, please do so as well. And if you could listen to it on the moon, please let me know. I still want to manifest that into the universe. Either way, (laughs) stay healthy, stay safe. And if you need someone to talk to, feel free to reach out to Lexi or myself. I'm on Twitter at HeartWear24 and on Instagram at HeartWear25. So stay healthy, stay safe, enjoy the holiday season, and until next time.